Are you ready? All right, America, here it comes, the opening. On uh, second thought, maybe not. I forgot to push one button. Uh, I boo-booed. I thought I hit everything. Okay, now we got it. Take two. And now, America, it is time for talking to players. One moment, ladies and gentlemen. My antivirus program on the clip computer decided to update right in the middle of trying to start talking points. And yes, it's Monday. And tomorrow's day. It's not Monday tomorrow. It is Monday today. Now. Let me see here. Trying to fix things up here. Bear with me, folks. I've got three clips I'm going to be playing for you tonight. One of them, I got five minutes before it got posted in the uh, Firefox News Online News and Topic message room. And uh, (laughs) I'm like, okay. All right, here goes nothing, I think. Uh, I didn't open. Okay, so we're going to open now, I think. Bear with me. Music files, music files. Wherefore art thou music files? Ah, here we go. All right. And now... Talking points. I hope. I hope. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. And as you just heard, it is time for talking points. California Representative Maxine Waters, the congresswoman who represents the 43rd Congressional District in California, was in Minnesota on Sunday, April 19th. And you'll never guess what this witless wonder decided to do. She decided it would be a good idea to go to Minnesota and fire up the people of Minnesota and tell them to get more confrontational. Yes, this woman actually incited violence. She's inciting violence with her words and her rhetoric. The cackling hens on The View cannot defend her. They tried, but they can't. So I'm sorry, Whoopi and Joy. You're a couple of fucked up morons if you think for one minute that Maxine Waters should stay in Congress. For something that was 
done long before she became a member of Congress. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was removed from all of her congressional committee assignments. And in lies the big two-faced nonsense bullshit. The Democrats can get away with all they want, but something Miss Green did long before she ran for Congress is being used against her. How is that even remotely fair? Maxine Waters, you may remember, we talked about this here on the broadcast, uh, about how she, well, kind of went after Donald Trump. Remember how she did that? Impeach 45, impeach 45, impeach 45 rhetoric. Well, yeah, here's the thing, folks. Um, Contrary to popular belief, she did that. Yes, she absolutely did do that. And quite honestly, it doesn't surprise me that this pathetic waste of human space is going to do this kind of nonsense, calling for people to be more confrontational. Uh, Excuse me, Ms. Waters, you, you being a sitting member of Congress, you're actually calling for violent actions when you say stuff like this. Or didn't that ever cross your prune-faced mind? I mean, honestly. You, do you expect people to sit back and just really listen to this kind of rhetoric? And she calls people racist. I mean, what kind of an idiot does this? She's inciting race, riots, violence, you name it. That's what she's out to do. I'm sorry, but Maxine Waters, you need to resign. And personally, I think she should be impeached. But let's go one step at a time here. Censure her. Do whatever it takes. Get her the fuck out of that seat. Because she is doing a disservice to the people of California's 43rd district, and she's doing a disservice to the American people as a whole. Because, quite frankly, she's an asshole. And you know what, Maxine Waters? I don't care whether you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or pink with purple fucking polka dots. If you go out and tell people to become more confrontational, you're telling people in no uncertain terms to go out and commit acts of violence. Commit active, violent aggression against human beings, businesses, private property. I mean, do you even listen to yourself? Do you sit back and actually listen to the words that are going to come out of your mouth? Do you think about what you're saying? Is what I mean. Obviously, you don't because you're not thinking. You haven't got the brain matter, the capacity to think if you're telling people to go out and become more confrontational. Well, you know what? I hope and pray to God that Congress does the smart thing, that your fellow Democrats pull your plug once and for all, get you out of Congress because you don't belong there. At 82 years of age, I think you've finally shown you're out to lunch, lost it, completely missing in action from the neck up. In other words... You've gone senile. You've gone completely over the edge. You've 
your cheese has slipped off the cracker, as one of my callers would say. And you know what? I agree with him. Your cheese slipped off the cracker a long time ago. To turn around and say to people to become more confrontational is telling people you're giving them permission to commit violent actions. Now, I'm saying this because that's exactly what you've done, Miss Waters. You know, folks, I've, I've never in my life thought I would see in my lifetime members of Congress acting like a bunch of thugs. But that's what Maxine Waters is proving to be. She is just another thug, a thug with a completely lost, woke mentality. It is Democrats like her that make this country look like shit. And I'm sorry, but she needs to resign or be impeached. The 43rd Congressional District of California should have a Republican in there, not a Democrat, because obviously the Democrats are out there. Lost in cyberspace, some sort of space, whatever space, but they definitely have plenty of space between their ears. And that certainly applies to Congresswoman Maxine Waters, who, like AOC, Ayanna Presley, uh, and the other members of the squad, are completely brainless. They call for things knowing full well that they're going to get called up on the carpet for it. Well, this time, America, we need to call Maxine Waters up on the carpet. We need to see her removed from Congress once and for all. This is the last straw. She's inciting violence, and that is a direct violation, I believe, of her oath. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest rest of the story. Oh, boy. It's just one of those nights. Hello, America. Welcome to the broadcast. Um, We are experiencing some screwy situations with Twitch. I thought I fixed it this afternoon, but apparently it's the website that's giving me grief. (sighs) So if you're trying to watch on Twitch and you had to go elsewhere, it's not my fault there, folks. I'm working on it, though, at least as much as I can do. And now now my voice is going to start going. Oh, this is... I don't godforsaken believe this. The same thing that that I fixed this afternoon, it has to be fixed again tonight. And I forgot I changed the password on this. You ever have one of those nights, folks, where things just never go quite the way you want them to? And yes, Gunslinger, I know it's Monday. So there. And tomorrow's Tuesday. Get to get to know your days of the week there, sir. He always throws it at me that it's Monday. Well, I know it's Monday. It's Monday all day. Tomorrow will be Tuesday all day. And if it wasn't for my voice giving up on me already, 
I'd be able to do my Mr. Rogers impression. <sighs> Terrific. I'm developing laryngitis. Just what I need. <sighs> I will bring up the calls in just a minute, but let me fix this stupid BS first. Oh, no, I got to do that. Oh, God, this is getting so retarded. Having to do every little fucking thing just to prove I am who I claim to be. Verification codes. This code, that code, everywhere a code, code. I'm a coding all over town. Yuckety, yuckety, yuck. Oh, and this is nice. Even on the restream service, I'd be frozen. You're kidding, right? Okay, I've authorized it now for the second time today. Connection expired. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, watching on the video side, one moment while I fix this. In order to do that, I have to turn off my my feed on the on the video and turn it back on again. <clears throat> God, I hate this. I really do. Oh, I have to remove the channel and then go back into it again. No wonder this shit's not working. I hate this. I really do. All right. Okay. So far, so good. Video has to be stopped yet again because it's not working until I reboot the fucking software. I'm about to I'm about to end the show early tonight, folks, in about 10 seconds if this doesn't start working soon. Because between my voice going and now everything fucking up on me at, all at once. This, uh, this, this video episode of Firefox News Online will not go on Rumble because I've had to stop it twice now and it's just not worth me trying to piece it together. Sending data 
Okay. Twitch is being twitchy. It looks like it's stabilized finally. Now I can just get... A read on whether it's working or not. And by George, it's working. All my video feeds are back to working like they should. I hate when this happens. I really do. When shit doesn't work the way it's supposed to, it makes my day a lot rougher. Now then, let's see if we can't get Oh shit. I forgot to open up my switchboard for the for the calls. Cherokee Rose, you said a mouthful. All right, uh, first of all, Gunslinger said the blacks are the most racist people in the whole world, not just this country. I got news for you. There are racists in every race. And comments like that don't make my job any easier trying to get people to understand that we are all members of one race, the human race. I don't give a flying fuck at what the person's skin color is. If they speak in a racist manner, I'm going to call them out on it. There's just as many racists in, in, in the black community as there is in the white community, as there is in the Hispanic community, as in the Asian community. It's all equally around. Why people can't fucking understand that is beyond me. It's not rocket science. Hey, good. Yo, yo, yo. Well, I'll give you an example of how... Yeah, what yo, I, what I me, how's there. it going? How's it hanging? Do what? You broke up? Just say... Go ahead and speak, Gunslinger. Obviously, I'm, my, my shit ain't working tonight. Yeah. Well, I'll give you an example of what I said there, how they're the most racist in the entire world. Not in this country. Just a few days ago, I think I put it in the FFNO, I think, at this apartment complex, okay? Apartment complex, USA, wherever. These two black cops, okay, uh, was approaching this uh, apartment door, okay? Uh, supposed to be a trespasser or something inside this empty apartment, whatever, whatever. And it clearly shows both of the, both of the cops are black, okay? And one of them was wearing a body cam, audio, all that good stuff. The guy, the, the cop, <clears throat> told him and pleaded with him over 47 times, I don't want to have to shoot you. I don't want to have to shoot you. Come out. The guy inside was black. Okay? 47 times. Over 47 times this cop said this. 
I don't want to have to shoot you. It's not a good day to die. I don't have to. I don't want you to die today. Blah blah blah. Okay. The stupid ass comes at him with a knife. Hour later, SWAT team takes him or drags his body out in a body bag. Where's the headlines on that one, George? <laughs> black cop shoots a black guy. Not a word. Not a not even a fart. But it's just like what's going on here. Okay, if a white cop shoots a black person for whatever reason, okay, oh, my God, the shit hits the fucking fan. And you tell me the blacks are not racist? More racist. Yeah, they are racist. I mean, whites are racist. Everybody's racist. Ain't no doubt about that. But if you put it on a percentage, on a scale, blacks are going to be more racist. Because, remember, they won't... Uh, reputation. They want to be paid for, you know, when they were enslaved 125 fucking years ago. They can't get over it. That's racism, okay? When something happened that long ago, over a century ago, and yet today, they still want to be paid for being a slave. Yeah, if that ain't fucking racism, I don't know what the fuck is, okay? So, yeah, Blacks are more racist than than anybody. Sure, there's whites racist. There ain't no doubt about that. Ah, yeah, absolutely. But again, if you put it on a scale, a percentage, there's more percentage of the black people that are racist than any other race. Go look it up. I did. The numbers don't lie. Remember what I said? Numbers don't lie. You know, and I never owned a slave my, myself. Now, my ancestors may have because I'm from the South. People from that's from the north may have owned slaves too, because they're in from the north. Both sides have fucking slaves. Remember, you know the Civil War wasn't about slavery. Money and state state rights had nothing to do with slavery. Both had slaves. Okay, so you know, so who's the racist here? And these were these were white people. Even black plantation owners uh, had their own slaves. So who's racist here? Knock, knock, hint, hint, wink, wink, go ahead. Even Cherokee Rose agrees with me. Jeez, thank you. <laughs> okay, so there were, so let me, let me make sure I understand this correctly, that blacks are more racist than whites, Hispanics, and Asians. Okay? So that means that there were blacks in the KKK, obviously, because they're a bunch of racist thugs. Oh, wait a minute. No, that can't be right. Because the Ku Klux Klan was comprised solely of Democrat liberal whites. And they were by the thousands. And thousands. Quite literally, the tens of thousands. I know, I looked it up. Numbers don't lie, right? So, what, we're, what, what everybody fails to... There's numbers on the, in the black community. There's numbers in the white community. There's numbers in the Asian community. There's numbers in the Hispanic community. What people fail to recognize is that there are that, that every there is racists in every race. But what they don't want to accept <laughs> is the fact that we're all members of the same fucking race in the first place. 
Can no, it, it I guess we need to. Then we need to. We need to. We need to rename the human race the racist human race. Then, if that's a true statement. Okay. There you no, go. that is not what I said at all. Do not put words in my mouth. He says I put words in my mouth. I just make statement based upon what you said. Who says I'm making? Who says I'm putting words in your mouth? Okay. Okay. That's okay. true. So, so in other words, so in other words, there there are black people who burnt crosses on white people's lawns. Did I say that there was black people there that were burning crosses? Anybody? I didn't say that. Did I say that, George? No, I didn't. About the numbers. Okay. I merely stated the numbers. That there, are more, there are more percentage of racist racism in the black community than any other ones in the in the United States. We'll just say, you know, fuck the world, but let's say the United States, okay? There's more systemic racism in the United States against everybody, white, even them own selves, okay? Uh, go look up the FBI statistics on it, okay? I mean, and it's getting worse because of the shootings like yeah, they have, you know, here and everything, in every place else. Okay, the the kid that got shot by that woman cop, mistakenly mistaken the, the taser with the with the real gun. Okay, uh, there's I don't think he was black, but he was Latino, right? Okay, well there's racism maybe possibly not proven yet. It hasn't gone to trial yet, but you know, look at the look at the field. The one that's going on with that Shavinov dude or whatever, George Floyd or whatever his name Stop. was. Okay, Stop. yeah, him or whatever. Okay, look at that one. I mean, come on. I mean, if it was a black-on-black crime, you wouldn't fucking hear it. Didn't I say that a while ago? I think I did. Let me go out there and squeak my ears out. I think I did say that. If it was black-on-black crime, you would not hear about it. But because... You don't the, hear about it, son. And I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that you know you do hear about it when you don't. Oh, hell no. Really, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, and if you'll and if you'll listen, what I'm saying is, the percentages of black on white crime, white on black crime, are disproportionate. That I understand. I understand that better than you think. The fact that no that none of the mainstream media will talk about black on black crime is pathetic. Okay. And, I, and, Ch- and Cherokee Rose said maybe because the mainstream media is pushing it. And, th- and guess what? They got us fighting back and forth about it. They win again. The mainstream media wants us to be on opposite sides discussing this. I, I spent the better part of two months... Two months researching this shit till my eyeballs were ready to fall out of my head. That's why I've been saying more strongly than ever that we are members of one race, the human race. And it has nothing to do with skin color when I say that. Absolutely zero to do with skin color. But everybody assumes that's what it means when I say that. Everybody seems to assume that. <clears throat> but that's not what I said. 
If everybody, if anyone listens to what I say at all, listen to this very carefully. Forget the color of the person's skin. Ten fingers, ten toes, two arms, two legs, two eyes, two ears, a mouth, nose, heart, liver, kidneys, the works. Everything that a man has, every man has. Everything that a woman is born with, every woman is born with. The skin color is just, it's kind of like house paint. Think of it like that. All it is is a facial, all it is is a covering over the main body. Okay? It's very simple. Regardless of whether a person is black or white, Asian or Hispanic, we are still members of the human race. And what needs to be understood, and what people need to be understood, what people need to understand is that when we stop looking at the color of a person's skin, the stats that say there is more black on white crime, more this on, more this on that crime, da 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 da. Go ahead, gunslinger. I see what you're talking about. I'm not a fucking dumbass. Okay. I understand that we are all part of the human race biologically, okay? I didn't get off the shit wagon yesterday, George. I understand that. We all got ten toes. We all got two hands. We got two ears. We got two, we got two eyes, all this shit. I'm not saying that. You're sitting there going, oh, shit, now I know why George is screaming like he does. I'm not saying that, and I've said it before. There are racist, racism, racist, whatever, in the white race, the black race, the Hispanic, the Asian, and the pink pokey dotted. It doesn't matter what your fucking skin color is. I've said this many, many times. It is what is between your fucking ears called a brain. Okay? That's where the racism actually stems from, okay? Oh, yeah, well, you know, we're, we're black and we're doing this, and it, okay, okay, if the, the mind is saying that based upon history of what they have been through, okay, especially the blacks, okay, it is their own statistics that the blacks cre- uh, uh, create and do more crimes in this country than any place in the fucking world. Go look it up, FBI.gov. Okay, their own numbers. So it doesn't matter whether whether you have a patch of fucking black skin on you or a patch of blue skin on you. It is what is in your fucking brain determines whether you are a criminal, whether you are an immoral criminal, whether you go out and fucking do pedophilia, fuck kids, fuck dogs, fuck trees. It doesn't matter. A white person could go out there and do those. A black person could go out there and do that. An Asian person could go out there and do that. It's all in the mindset. doesn't matter what your skin color is. Yeah, we're all humans. We got brains. Yeah, sure. Okay. We got blood. We got the whole fucking nine yards. But it's what the thought process, the consciousness is what makes the big difference. People that go out there and do that are not fucking human. 
They're not even fucking animals. It's an embarrassment to the animal kingdom. They even call them fucking animals or savages. Okay? Low lives that will go out there and have sex with five-year-old children. Pornography rings. Uh, 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 the prostitution. The, the, the human trafficking. All these fucking kids that come across the border... Some of them mysteriously disappear. I wonder where they go. They're Mexican. So it's in there. It's in those people heads, the little brain fields that are. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. Oh, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to have sex with this five-year-old kid, or I'm going to go out here and rape this little boy. I'm going to do all these nasty, fucking, disgusting, immoral things. Doesn't matter whether my skin's white or black or pink, pokey dotted. It's in the mindset. Now do you understand, George? Yeah, we're human. Yes, we are all human. Uh, yes, I understand perfectly. I've said this more than once now. Sheesh. Well, not on this show. But I, I well, retract, well, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, Gunslinger. I will retract everything I've ever said in this subject and defer to your, to, to, to your comments only. What you want to do? Then, if you can't understand it, then it's not my fault. <laughs> I do... And gunslinger, <clears throat> but obviously my opinion doesn't matter either. Well, you can have your opinion all day long, George. I don't give a fuck. You can have ten million opinions. I'm just telling you the difference between the skin, paint your goddamn arm, and go up there and try to paint your fucking brain. There's a big fucking difference in the races, whether you like it or not. Biologically speaking, there's a big fucking difference. Whether I like it, whether you like it, whether Mike likes it or Cherokee Rose likes it, there's a difference there. I mean, damn, and I'm not even a fucking doctor or a research scientist, and I know that. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> All right, well, let's move this puppy along. We've got a long night and uh, not a lot of time to work with. Well, let's see here. I'll tell you what, let's start with. Uh, <clears throat> I'll start with the with the audio clips. Now let's see here. Where is it? All right. Now I want you guys. I want everybody to listen to what Maxine Waters said yesterday. This is Sunday. Then I want you to listen to the uh, to two other clips immediately following this one. All right. Gonna, I'm going to play them all one right after the other. So pay close attention because this is where. This is where we're going to get get a, a good chunk of the discussion from on this one. So here goes. What happens if we do not get get what you just told? What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do? I didn't hear you. What happens? What should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they they know that we need this. 
a guilty verdict. If nothing does not happen, then we know uh, that we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we need this. Outrage pouring in this morning after Congresswoman Maxine Waters uh, appeared to incite protesters in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. The California Congresswoman breaking the local curfew far from her home district. This as tensions remain high with a verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial expected this week. Here to react is former special agent with the Secret Service and author of Becoming Bulletproof, Evie Pomporis. Evie, thanks so much for being here. How dangerous is it that a sitting member of Congress is both encouraging fighting and confrontation, but also seeming to uh, attack and almost threaten the court system that, look, if we don't get the verdict that we want, there could be consequences. I think when you have a person of influence like that speaking to the public, you have to think about how is the public going to take that message, and everybody's going to take it very differently. Some people may think, okay, it means to stand up, speak up louder, but then other people will interpret that information to express more violence, to commit more violence. She's also, when you do that, you are increasing the risk of more harm happening, physical harm. So physical harm between one group protesting with another group or towards another group, then also towards law enforcement. And then by proxy, law enforcement's going to have to deal with a person who's being a physically confrontational. So you have to really think about the consequences that come with that, which is more people getting hurt, possibly killed, and then on top of that, property damage. And in the end, the message of what is trying to be said, fighting for justice, making sure the, the voice, people's voices are heard, that gets lost amongst the violence. Now, it's not about the message. It's about what happened, who got hurt, how much property damage do we, do we have. Well, and she was asked whether or not she was trying to entice more violence, and she said, I'm a nonviolent person. I don't believe in violence. That being said, even if... She could try and make the argument, no, I'm not trying to incite violence by saying this. Isn't it all about how the message is received by the people on the streets who are out there doing this harm in their communities? Yes, it is. It's absolutely. And I, that's why you have to be very thoughtful with your words, very careful with your words when you're someone like that, when you're someone in that type of position. Because you're also, you're thinking about the average person. What about young people? Young people are gonna interpret that information very differently. What about people with mental health issues? I remember when we worked in the Secret Service, we had so many people who would show up at the White House with a lot of mental health issues who would misinterpret information. So you're really not thinking long-term regard to that. Also, police law enforcement is taking quite a big, you know, morale hit. They're dealing with a lot of incidents lately. We saw recently yesterday here in the New York City, somebody throwing chemicals on police, a Molotov cocktail on police. So now this is also heightening their concerns, their safety on the street. And we're just seeing this cycle of one Trump over the other Trumping, Trumping something else. And we have to be really careful because this actually is adding fuel to the fire. So we need let people voice their message, let people protest, but we do need the people who lead, who are in these positions, to be mindful of what they say and how they say it. And she may mean it one way, but you also have to think, how is the listener interpreting this information? Yeah, and you would think she would know that, too. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, uh, not surprisingly, a lot of Republicans slamming Maxine Waters. I want to focus on the first one. It's Representative Lauren Boebert. Quote, why is Maxine Waters traveling to a different state trying to incite a riot? 
And her point there, I think, goes to what's happening in Maxine Waters' district in Los Angeles. Look at this. Southern L.A. shooting victims as of April 10th, up 100% in southwest L.A., southeast L.A., up 150%. I mean, isn't it that old adage that, you know, when you're on a plane and it's going down, you should put your own mask on first before you, quote, unquote, help others? Yeah, you know, thinking about the crime that's going up, we are seeing some numbers of escalating incidents. And again, it really goes back to the boldness that people are having. So when you have someone of influence, of status, saying, go ahead, be confrontational, if you're giving them the okay to go ahead and do that, you're saying it's all right to use force. It's all right to retaliate towards police. It's all right to do this. And at the same time, even just hearing from former peers and people speaking, Law enforcement now is less likely to want to get involved, right. to deal with incidents, because now you're worried, what if I do the wrong thing? What if it's interpreted as the wrong thing? And so a concern. you're going to see this almost kind of like hands-off approach. Well, I, I'm afraid to do my job because I'm going to be criticized in doing my job. What could end up happening? Right. And we're seeing that all over right now. Evie Pomporis, we appreciate your time as always. Thank you very much. Thank you. Republicans saying that California Congresswoman Maxine Waters must go, making the case to expel her from Congress or take her off her committees after she encouraged the protesters in Brooklyn City, Minnesota to, quote, get more confrontational if Derek Chauvin is found not guilty. We've got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we need this. Tommy Laird, host of No Interruption on Fox Nation, and Geraldo Rivera, Fox News correspondent at large. Geraldo, let me start with you. Um, do you think that she was inciting violence in that case? I do. I think that she was outrageous. Her conduct was extremely unprofessional and very dangerous. The problem is this, Martha. If I could just flash back to the courtroom for a second. Mm -hmm. I think this is an open and shut case. I followed the prosecution. I followed the defense arguments. This is not premeditated murder, but it is depraved, depraved indifference. It is at least reckless, gross negligence. And people say, look, do you believe the defense attorney or do you believe your lying eyes? You see it right there, the videotape, nine minutes and 29 seconds. It is clear. Maybe Chauvin was, was reasonable, his conduct at the beginning, but at some point, he becomes grotesquely stupid, leaving his knee on that poor man's neck, the, the expert testifying that a healthy man subjected to what George Floyd was subjected to would also have died. If the crowd is feeling this rage inside, they're worried. They're worried that this will be like Rodney King. They're worried that the jury will ignore the evidence and, and believe the gaslighting defense attorney. They'll look at this, look at this, and look at this. Don't look at this video. Martha, I think this is a very dangerous situation. <laughs> I trust the jury's judgment. Well, I, you know, I, I, that, that's what I would say. Um, you know, this is the process, and we have a very diverse jury in this case. Um, and, of course, uh, people are diverse in the way they approach the information that's given to them as well. It's not just about, you know, the color of anyone's skin, I don't believe, as they approach this. I think that they were, are going to look at everything that has been laid out um, very well, I think, by both sides in this case. Um, Tommy Laren, back, back to the issue of, of incitement. It's something that we've talked about a lot in this country, you know, since January the 6th, there's a lot of argument over what is freedom of speech and what is inciting. What do you see? 
Well, all the left has been wanting to talk about for the last several months has been January 6th, a single day. And let's recall that Donald Trump was deplatformed from all of social media for encouraging his supporters to peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard. Now, contrast that with Congressman Maxine Waters, who is a vile excuse of a human being and a disgrace to herself in Congress, is sitting out there actually inciting violence, possibly tampering with the jury because she's saying if we don't get the outcome we want, we should get more confrontational. And this is not the first time that she's done this. So absolutely, she needs to be held to account. I wish Nancy Pelosi would be the one to do it. But going back to what Geraldo said, I believe we should trust the jury in this case. But we also have to go back to an issue that's the core of what's happening in our country right now. And that is the issue of compliance and non-compliance. Now, the left wants to make everything with regards to officer-involved shootings about race. It's not about race. It's about compliance. At the end of the day, these are tragic situations, and no one wants to see them happening, including those that are members of law enforcement. But we have to go back to the root of this issue. If these suspects, if these victims had complied with the police officers, they would be alive to go home to their families at night, and so would those officers. And if people like Maxine Waters really cared about black lives, or any lives for that matter, she would be out there encouraging calm, and she would also be encouraging people not to resist arrest so that they could go home safely to their families at night. At the end of the day, though, what she's doing is inciting violence. It's disgusting, and she needs to be held to account. Well, you know, I think back to what she said about, you know, getting up in people's faces. I think we have that soundbite, too. This is there's a pattern to this behavior. This wasn't sort of a one off. Um, there is a pattern. And if Congress wants to evaluate that pattern and they want to um, meet and discuss uh, whether or not it's appropriate, it's certainly their right to do so. Here, here she is in 2018. Let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. So, Geraldo, in her own defense, Maxine Waters said, I don't believe in, in violence. That's not what I was saying. She said, I want to be, you know, anti-Maxine, as she calls herself. I want to inspire these young people to activism. That's what she says she is out there doing when she says these things. If I can start answering Tommy's point about compliance. Sure. I agree. People should listen to cops when cops give them an order. But at what point does that compliance Take a backseat to a man putting his knee on a, on, a, on a handcuffed man's prostate body for, for nine and a half minutes. That is so outrageous that it would spill the passion of anyone. I urge calm also. I believe Joe Biden, who I believe is a decent man and a pretty good president so far, should address Maxine Waters and the nation writ large and say, yeah. listen, we believe in the justice system. We point. believe that we need police to stay to stay, uh, to keep civilization from anarchy. But what she said is unhelpful. Please cool down, let the system do what it has to do. And then we understand that there are issues in our society mm -hmm. that need addressing. But yeah. for goodness sake, no, I, I think it's a good if you point. burn down another precinct, where it, do we go? It would, be like, it would be great to hear from the president on this. Um, you know, in terms, he, he's very calm and very careful, uh, always. And I think there are times to speak out 
and to use, you know, sort of that um, fatherly pulpit that, that he has and that, uh, you know, a lot of people appreciate in him to say exactly that, to calm the nation, to say, please don't listen to Maxine Waters on this. You need to listen to those who want to keep their community safe and 99% of the people who live in these, in these places. That's exactly what they want. They don't want anybody coming in from outside and hurting people in their home, on their block, in their street. And it needs to be said very strongly from the top. All right. First of all, first of all, it doesn't say anything about peaceably protest in the First Amendment. Okay, uh, there's there's some um, there's a, a misquote in there uh, that we heard just moments ago, and I want to clarify that. Okay, I do want to clarify that. I think it's important that. We all know exactly what the Founding Fathers wrote with that First Amendment, because the First Amendment is part of the Bill of Rights. That's where the First Amendment in the, of the Constitution comes from. Okay? And when the Founding Fathers wrote this, I don't think they, they, they were writing it with protests in mind, okay? Bear with me. I'm, I'm trying to... get things fixed here so I can want to put this up on the screen. Unfortunately, for some stupid reason, it's not quite working out the way I planned. (laughs) Uh, Maybe it will now. Uh, oh, a second here. <laughs> I need to fix one little thing. There. I think I got it. Still trying to get used to these eyeglasses, folks. They actually, they, there's no bifocal line, and there's three sections of, this, of, of the lenses. One of them is a, I think one is progressive to the point where I'm supposed to be able to sit. Ah, there we go. I'm very tired, too, so I think that's another reason why my voice is starting to give way on me here. Let me, let me show you something here, folks. This is, the first, this is the text of the First Amendment that you're looking at on the screen. And for those of you listening by way of the uh, Internet radio hubs, here's the deal. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. Nowhere in the First Amendment does it say that we have a right to peaceably protest. It's peaceably assemble. Protest and assemble mean have two different meanings. I know, I looked it up. <laughs> I, I did my homework. Had to. I figure, what the hell, you know? But um, look, it's real simple.
What it comes down to is this. Maxine Waters incited violence in her, in her rhetoric. She didn't just do it once, but as one, that last clip pointed out, she did it twice. She sat back in, in 2018 and told people to surround members of Trump's cabinet. What does that tell a person? If you're, I, I mean, assuming that the people she's talking to are reasonably intelligent, okay, person's going to listen to that and go, hey, if a member of Trump's cabinet comes, comes here, that means we, 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 go, we, go encircle, we, we encircle them, you know, like the wagons, you know, back in the old West, doing a wagon train, you, you, you have the wagon circling, and then all of a sudden, <clears throat> you got bows and arrows, you got out. <coughs> excuse me, you've got arrows flying all around you. Well, of course, the people in the wagon trains had had ways to fight back. Now, that being said, different from that comes a different topic for another time. The simple logic here is, okay, she told people to commit acts of violence then. And those folks are sitting there thinking, oh, wow, hey, you know, we see members of Trump's cabinet and they're in Walmart or somewhere like that and, or in a shopping mall or wherever, you know, we, 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 we circle, we, 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 we surround them. Yeah, that, that'll work. We surround them. And then we tell them they're not welcome here. And if they ain't moving fast enough, we beat the shit out of them. That's what Maxine meant by all that. Well, guess what? That's what she meant by, by her words this time around, too. She basically told people, go ahead and, and kick ass. Oh. Excuse me. Even though she didn't use those words. But the folks in Minnesota are going to take it and let's see, she said something about one, if, if they don't get a guilty verdict, then this has to happen. Well, what happens if he's found guilty, Maxine? Do you, in, do you go back to Minnesota and do you tell these people who you incited to riot and commit acts of violence, do you tell them, go home in peace? We got our guilty verdict. Yay. Now you can calm down and go home. You going to do that, their, their maxi pad? Or are you going to sit on your ass and go, see, we did it. We did it. Let me tell you something. I'm getting a little sick and fucking tired of all this stupidity. What I mean by stupidity is simply this. What she did yesterday and what these thugs going around committing violent acts, attacking people, 
destroying property and shit like that, which, by the way, Maxine Waters encouraged yesterday. Basically, what it comes down to is this. No jury assembled is going to honestly and openly find a person not guilty. If a cop is put on trial, even if the evidence says he's innocent, they'll find him guilty to avoid what's happening. A member of a former member of the defense teams, a member of the defense team for Chauvin, one of his old houses got smeared with pig's blood. Way to go, Maxine. Way to go. And like Cherokee Rose just said in the in the Mixler chat, nope, Chauvin won't get a fair trial. Problem is, I believe he's guilty. I do. I firmly believe that Chauvin is guilty. Over nine minutes with his knee in the in the uh, on the neck of a suspect who isn't fighting back anymore, who is on the ground, pinned and pinned solidly. There was no excuse for sitting sitting his neck, his knee on that man's carotid artery for over nine minutes. You cut off the blood flow to the brain for a certain amount of time, and guess what happens? You end up cutting the blood flow off completely, and the, the brain is starved of the blood supply it needs. You end up killing the person. But Cherokee Rose, I do understand where you're coming from, hon. I do. Here's the deal. There won't be a fair trial in this country. Even if the officer, as I started to say, is innocent and the evidence bears out his innocence, he'll be found guilty by a jury. Because they want to avoid being harassed and attacked. That is what our just our justice system has been reduced to. Find this person guilty even if he's innocent or else. Pretty fucked up. That's the problem. And I'll tell you something, it's not a black or a black and white thing. It's not an Asian or Hispanic thing. It's not an Asian or black thing, white and Asian thing, Hispanic black thing, Hispanic black Hispanic or white thing. It's none of that shit. You know what it is? It's intimidation, regardless of race. Intimidation. Because guess what? A lot of folks marching with Black Lives Matter aren't all black. They're white and Hispanic. And a few Asian, too. So guess what? It ain't about race. In this case, it's about get, you will find it out the way we tell you to find it or else. It's about intimidation. 
Cherokee Rose says it should be manslaughter, not murder, at the most. Liberty and justice for all, Cherokee Rose, that's a dream world. As long as thugs are allowed to to dictate how the court system is going to find, tell juries, he's guilty. You You will find him guilty or this will happen. As long as juries are intimidated by by thugs, and one of the biggest thugs out there happens to be the mainstream media and Maxine Waters and people in Congress like her. As long as you've got that kind of insanity going on. Yeah. There is no liberty and justice for all. Not if you're being threatened at the point of a pipe bomb, pig's blood on your door, being assaulted, your business burned and looted, or worse, threatened with with being killed outright. And I'm sure a lot of these jurors are probably going to be facing that. Now, if if they're sequestered, they're relatively safe. It's when they walk out of that courthouse. I'd be concerned for their safety. I really would. I got Gunslinger back on the line with me. I saw he, I saw he dropped. The whole microshaft is hitting you pretty hard again, huh? Two times now. Want to go for three? <laughs> no, 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 no. No. <laughs> Excuse me a second. Ah, <clears throat> uh, maybe. Oh, that's a little better. Wet my whistle and I clear my throat. But <clears throat> me doesn't help my throat though because I still have I still have what sounds like laryngitis coming on. Oh, but you see what I'm saying, gunslinger? It's this this thug mentality to force a jury to see things their way is what Maxine Waters is doing. She's using the power of her position to intimidate a jury. She's using the power of her position to incite violence. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene, long before she became a congresswoman, said things that weren't probably weren't too kosher, but it was long before she was a congress member. And they used that as an excuse to remove her from her committee assignments. <clears throat> but Maxine Waters is going to get away with this shit. How fair oh. is that? Oh, no. <clears throat> okay, moving on. Oh, I thought you was going to go. So I thought you was to fix to say something else. But okay, well, I'm. No. Yeah, I mean. I, what? 
and I'm sitting here waiting for your answer. Oh, I thought, I thought she was making to say something else. Wow. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, well, yeah. Um, Maxine Waters is an instigator. There ain't no doubt about that. Okay. She has totally slipped off her switch and cheese and cracker and everything in between. Okay. I'm going to tell you exactly what now what, what's going to happen with this idiot. Okay. When these people, if this, if, if what's his name is going to go back or they find him guilty or if they find him not guilty, maybe just manslaughter or something, not murder. Didn't murder that guy. Manslaughter, maybe. Okay. But it was excessive force, no doubt about it. Okay, there's no doubt about that. He shouldn't have put his his knee on that guy's neck for nine minutes. Okay, well that's kind of excessive, don't you think? But it wasn't murder. It wasn't premeditated murder. Okay, it's excessive force, no doubt. So if he gets just a charge of excessive force, well, you know, and then Max Maxi Pad Water is saying, you know, she's watered on the brain anyway. Um, to go out there and get in people's face and all this bullshit, okay? I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Uh, there's going to be trouble, okay? When you entice somebody to do something like that and they go out and do something and confront people, brother, you just shouldn't have done that because that's called self-defense, Okay? And I am a complete 100,000% supporter of self-defense. No matter who it is. doesn't matter. Okay? And I'm a complete 100,000% supporter of the Second Amendment. You know those pesky little boom-boom things? Oh, wait a minute. I got one on my side. Hello, boom-boom. Okay? Not bam-bam, but boom-boom. I got a a big, long boom-boom. Yeah, you got a long one there, yeah. Uh I got me a it's long boom to, boom and a long boom boom, just like a short boom boom can go boom boom no matter what. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, by her saying that, you know, words are very powerful. Okay, it's psychologically proven. Yes, words are. are very. Yes. So when you get that kind of thought that's going against stupid people anyway, okay, uh, because look at what they're doing. They're already on the verge of tearing things down and setting things on fire. Oh, wait a minute. They've already done it. <laughs> oh, we, well, but anyway, generally you're, you're pushing them to the edge of the cliff. Okay. And when you push them to the edge of the cliff, well, they're going to do exactly what, what they've, it, you're, there's a trigger mechanism, just like my trigger on my gun. Okay. As long as nothing incites that trigger, it's going to stay there by itself. It's not going to release the hammer and let those missiles launch. It's just going to sit there and remain inert. But if a force acts upon it, the trigger, then guess what? The boom, boom goes boom. And this is exactly what she's doing. Oh, yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not touching nobody. But you, by your actions, you are inciting it, that pressure on that trigger which is already a hair trigger anyway, okay? I don't like hair triggers. I like a little force behind them. But that trigger is there mentally. This is a mental trigger, not a physical trigger like it is on my gun, or any gun for that matter. Then all it takes is just a little bit of 
ping, and it sends these people, well, off the edge. And in this case, looting, burning, approaching people in a threatening manner. Here in Texas, you approach somebody in a threatening manner, and the law says that you can use justifiable deadly force. It's called the Castle Doctrine. And it doesn't necessarily apply to your house. It applies all around you, wherever you are, wherever you go. Okay. Very good, very good law. Okay. Now, in probably in a couple of months, I hope, it looks like everything is going good, we're going to have constitutional carry. Thank God it's about time. Long overdue. Texas should be leading the nation in constitutional carry. That means you don't have to have a permit. But it's not, you know, and that's that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And that's good. Because when a person like that that has been incited by a maxi pad comes up to a person that possibly could have a gun on and starts some shit, well, guess what? It's not going to end pretty. <laughs> I guarantee you it's not going to end pretty, especially down here in the South. It's not going to end pretty, Okay. But by her doing that, now, why is she not in jail? Clear, he's not, he is not inciting, inciting no. anyone or, or, or trying or, to incite someone to commit an act no. of violence against a city congress member. No, no, anybody, anybody for that matter. No, no, that, that, would be a, that would be a direct violation of this, of this show's standing policy. Yeah. And I wouldn't well, want absolutely. him to do that. I'm just talking about in a defensive mode. She's the one that's causing this, okay? She's the aggregator here, pushing these people. Now, these people out here that goes out there and say, well, Maxie Padwater says I could do that, just like when she did with Trump, you know, confront Trump's supporters and all this shit, okay? <laughs> I'm surprised a lot of people didn't get killed over that one, too, <laughs> because if you go out there and you start attacking somebody, again, here in the state of Texas, I can't speak for any other state, we have the right to use deadly force in self-defense only. You just can't go out there and willy-nilly, you know, pull your gun out and start brandishing it and uh, whipping it around and all this stuff and pointing it at people. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Okay, But in self-defense, yes, the penal code does authorize you to use deadly force. Okay, if your life is threatened and they're threatening to whoop your ass, damn, is that not threatening your life? This guy's going to kill me. I think this guy's going to kill me. <clears throat> Loss clearly says you have a right to, to defend yourself and your property. It's very clear. And that's the way it should be. And why is she not in jail? I mean, if you did that or if I did that in an aggressive manner, telling people they ought to go out and do this and blow up things and burn things down and all that shit, man, you'd, you'd have a goddamn knock on your door, wouldn't you? They'd be a knock on my door, too, from our little friendly people in, in uniforms, Okay. So, and to probably take you off and charge you with inciting a riot. <laughs> There's one charge. Why is this idiot not being charged like that? There's your fucked up judicial system. Go ahead. <laughs> fucked up. Well, yeah, I mean, Gunslinger, look, it's, it's real simple. All right. <clears throat> Hold on a second. <clears throat> uh, 
Hang on a second here. Better the burp take it than the fart and waste it. <laughs> there you go. Me. What does that <laughs> Yeah, but that wasn't just that was a that 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 was that was a cannon belch. Holy Toledo. Fire in the hole. Never mind the hole. Coming up. All right, now. Here we go. Listen to this clip, Maxine Waters, and what she said. I'll play it again. What happens if we do not get what you just pulled? What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do? I didn't hear you. What happens? What should protesters do? Well, we've we got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we need this. We've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to get more active, more confrontational. We've got to get more confrontational. Now, maybe my brain matter is missing something here. Maybe it's just me, but uh, let me see now. We have to get more confrontational. Confrontation. Or confrontational. Okay. Hang on a second, folks. That is, if I can actually touch. Confrontational, tending to deal with situations in an aggressive way, hostile or argumentative. Let me read that again. This is from the Oxford Dictionary. Tending to deal with situations in an aggressive way, hostile or argumentative. Aggressive, hostile, argumentative. So you want, so Maxine Waters, you want these people in Minnesota, people that are not even your constituents, that are not even in your district of California, where you're supposed to be representing. And you're going to sit there and say, be more confrontational. <clears throat> Sorry to be chuckling, folks, but something Dunslinger just showed me. I, I, I kind of threw me off my game here for a second. <laughs> I'm going to get you over that one, Gunslinger. <laughs> Guess you wait. 
<laughs> Dirty name. I'm not even going to trust me. If you're if, if the people that are in the in the um, Mixler chat room right now are looking at a link that he happened to share. I'll share the share it on the video side later. Right now, I'm just trying to get my composure back so I can get through this. Gunslinger, you're going to get you that one, you know, one of these days. Smartass. So Maxine, Maxie Pad Waters, goes to Minnesota to push people to become more aggressive, more hostile. Congress, pull the plug on this bitch's congressional seat. Take her and impeach her. Get her out of there. She's doing no good whatever for the country. She's done a disservice to the people of Minnesota. She's done a disservice to the people of America in general. And she's doing a disservice to the people of the 43rd Congressional District, who she's supposed to really be representing in the first place. Now, don't let me stop you from being stupid. But you know what? McCarthy talks cheap. If Pelosi's refusing to to do anything about it, and I believe I read something earlier about that very fact, then don't wait too much longer. Tuesday, perfect opportunity. Get it done. You're not my congressman, but you know what? If you're gonna if you're gonna make a statement like you did about doing something, then do it. Don't talk about it. Do it. Talk's cheap. Actions speak a lot louder than words. Anyway, it's a gunslinger. What do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a uh, wow. <clears throat> this is getting wilder and wilder all the time. Talk about a wild ride. When you have, you know, like I said, Maxine flip the switch, waters, you know, water and electricity don't mix. Don't mix. That's why she shorted out in the brain. Um, <laughs> and, and all these other ones that are building up, building up, building up. You know, <clears throat> with the, with the recent mass shootings, there was one down there in in, um, in Austin, here to, in the capital of Texas. What was it yesterday? By an ex-cop, for God's sake, an ex-sheriff deputy. He's still on the loose. I don't know if they found him yet or not. Okay, killed three people. Okay. I. How many mass shootings did we have when President Trump was the president? What was it, one in four years? And now we've had, what, this makes the fourth or fifth one? And Joe Blow, Creepy Joe, and Camel Toe's not even been in there, what, three months? Ay, 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 you see where this is going. So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, 
I, I, wow, it's just, it just absolutely blows my mind. Really, it really does. But you're a firefighter. Check out, link out. You'll shit a brick on this one. Maybe not thirty thousand. I'll look at it a little bit later. I'll look at that a little bit later. But um, yeah, because I mean, even the New York Post uh, on Sunday, in their afternoon edition, had something to say about <laughs> this. In, in an um, the the Post editorial board said impeach and remove Maxine Waters. Check this out. This is from the editorial board of the New York Post, folks. In supporting the second impeachment of President Donald Trump, California Democrat Representative Maxine Waters said he was inciting his followers and was trying to create a civil war. By her own standards, Maxine Waters should be impeached and removed. On Sunday in Minnesota, Waters breaking the law by violating curfew because she didn't agree with it. Oh, so if you don't agree with the law, just violate the law. Okay. Said that if ex-police officer Derek Chauvin is not found guilty of murdering George Floyd, we've got to get more confrontational. There's been rioting, looting, graffiti. What did Waters mean by more confrontational? In Portland, they set fire to an Apple store. They're trying to take over government buildings. This isn't the first time Waters has incited her supporters. Remember this, folks, 20, in 2018, She told them to harass Trump administration officials. Let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. I'm going to come back to this 2018 statement because it fits right with what I said about about what she did yesterday. Of course, she's not around to see the results. After pouring fuel on the fire in Minnesota, she encouraged everyone to keep protesting, though she herself would not be. Maxine Waters is trying to create a civil war, and and her irresponsible rhetoric is inciting violence. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi should strip her of her committee assignments and move for a vote to remove Waters from office. In 2018, I want to remind everybody of what she said. Let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet, it's Trump's cabinet, by the way, at the time, in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore anywhere. 
let's go back to that last little line in there. And you push back on them. Okay. Now let's look at yesterday. We have to become more confrontational. You see the pattern here, folks? Think for a minute. There's a pattern in this. There is a definite pattern here. She is the one who is inciting violence. She is the one who is telling people to get violent and commit violent actions. Maxine Waters. No one else. At least, not lately. Someone, I believe it was Cherokee Rose, who said she belongs in jail. Or was it Iggy Mom on uh, Twitch? Oh, excuse me. My God. That wasn't fair. But you see, she incited violence in 2018, and nobody said shit, not even the mainstream media. They gave her a pass for what she said yesterday. Oh, but let Donald Trump say something like, we have to act peacefully. That's interpreted as go ahead and bust in the windows and everything else on the Capitol. Because people did that. Even though it was found out later that it was Antifa and BLM responsible for a lot of the damage on Capitol Hill. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but Maxine Waters violated curfew, and her exact words about violating that curfew were because she didn't agree with it. This is a lawmaker, folks. This is a lawmaker on Capitol Hill in the House of Representatives saying that because she was she was she was it was okay for her to violate curfew because she didn't agree with it. Hmm. Okay. I don't agree that I don't I I don't agree with Joseph Biden claiming to be president of the United States of America when he illegally stole the election. Gunslinger, did you notice got real quiet all of a sudden? Because a person saying something like that doesn't get noticed. But if you're Maxine Maxipad Waters and you say, be more confrontational, 
and violate a stand a cor- a, a curfew because you don't agree with it. Well, I guess it's okay for her to do that because she's a sitting member of Congress and she's special. That's where I'm coming what I'm saying, Gun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you have people like that and you have um, Pig Losey, okay, they're, those two are two peas in a pot. Remember what I, my, one of my famous sayings is, birds of a feather flock together, don't they? I scratch your back, you scratch mine. You think Pig Losey's going to do anything to that witch? No. No. Because this is what the Democrats are. They are ballless. They are hypocritical. They are backstabbing. They are insinuating a right. Okay, you see what she said. Okay. Uh, They think that they're above the law. And unless you got somebody up there, well, guess what? We had somebody up there, President Trump. That would bitch slap these people, and he did, and he wasn't finished. You know, and they stole the election. So why not? You know, when they have that kind of, you know, that that um, that uh, scratch on their gun handle, you know, well, hell, what the hell's what the hell's stopping them? Nothing. Said, if they are even with the election, if they're allowed to get away with what they got away with, and you know what they got away with, is stealing the election from President Trump, and that fucking Sleepy Joe, Creepy Joe, and Camel Ho stole it. Plain and simple, just like a fucking little kid stealing fucking candy out of a goddamn candy store jar. They were caught red-handed. We know they were caught red-handed, but yet, anything happened to them? Maxi pad flipped the switch. Fucking cheese slid off her cracker a long time ago. Anything? Did they do anything to her? And when she's well, when she said that in 2016 with President Trump? No, she's still in office, isn't, isn't she? Yeah. Is she in prison? Uh, uh, no. Should she go to prison? Uh, yeah. Is there any charges going to be brought up against her? Maybe. Will they stick? No. So you see, this is the most corrupt, crooked. It makes a it makes a fucking swimming pool full of Texas diamondback rattlesnakes docile compared to these fuckers. Uh, it, if, I mean, if you can't see it, you need to take the blinders off and look. You know, not at what these other, like the media and all this shit. Look at exactly what they're doing, and you see they're lawless. Tell me I'm wrong. Go ahead. Well, I'm not going to sit here and say you're wrong. <clears throat> That'd be kind of foolish on my part. Because how can you be wrong when <laughs> you said so? You said some things I probably would have said anyways. Yeah, no, I agree with you, buddy. 
but but check this out. Now the judge in the Derek Chauvin in the in the Derek Chauvin murder trial, he this judge slammed Maxine Waters' call for protester to protesters to get confrontational. If the ex-cop is cleared of the death of George Floyd on Monday, saying it could lead to the whole case being overturned. Now the stunning remarks came as the city of Minneapolis braces for unrest while the jury deliberates in the case. Okay? Now, defense attorney Eric Nelson had urged Hennepin County District Judge Peter Cahill to declare a mistrial, arguing that an elected official, U.S. congressperson, made statements that I think are reasonably interpreted to be threats against the sanctity of the jury process and had the effect of threatening and intimidating the jury. Cahill denied the motion but told Nelson, I'll give you that Congresswoman, Congresswoman Waters may have given you something on appeal that may result in this whole trial being overturned. This goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning, the judge fumed. I wish elected officials would stop taking, would stop talking about this case, especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch and our function. I think if they went if they want to give their opinion, they should do so in a respectful and in a, and in a manner that is consistent with their oath to the Constitution to respect a co-equal branch of government, he said. Their failure to do so, I think, is abhorrent, and, but I don't think it's pre, it is, that it's prejudiced us with additional material that would prejudice this jury. Cahill added, a congresswoman's opinion really doesn't matter a whole lot. The jury had just begun deliberating on the murder and manslaughter charges in Floyd's May 25th death. Now, Waters has drawn fierce criticism for telling protesters who were demonstrating last week's fatal police shooting of Dante Wright in neighboring Brooklyn Center that they should stay in the streets. We've got to stay in the streets, and we've got to demand justice. This is what Waters told a crowd of demonstrators in Brooklyn Center on Sunday. I hope we get a verdict that says guilty, 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 says she said of the Chauvin trial. And if we don't, we cannot go away. We've got to stay on the street. We get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they know what we mean, that we mean business. Now, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Monday that she didn't believe Waters needed to apologize for the controversial comments. And Pelosi said Maxine talked about confrontation in the manner of the civil rights movement. No, she didn't. 
I myself think we should take our lead from the George Floyd family. They've handled this with great dignity and no ambiguity. Ambigu, ambigu, Let me try that again, folks. Ambiguity or lack of misinterpretation by the whole by the other side. No, no. I don't think she should apologize. This is what Pelosi said. Nancy Pelosi is a fucking idiot. Unbelievable. Doesn't this imbecile understand that what Maxine did was incite more violence? This tells me that Nancy Pelosi is not going to listen to to Kevin McCarthy's uh, call for action to be taken or anything like that. She's just going to let Maxine get away with what she did. Or is it just my imagination, folks? Gunslinger? No, it's not your imagination on that one, no. Because they are going to let her get away with what she said. Remember what I said a while ago? Birds of a feather flock together, don't don't they? So Piglosi and Maxipad, they're just in the same flock of birds, aren't they? Two corrupt idiots that don't know what the fuck they're saying or do. I don't even see how they get out of bed in the morning. They're so fucking stupid. You think that Maxie Pad's going to do anything? Like I said, did she get any? Did, did she get slapped back in 2016? No, <clears throat> not a fucking thing. Not, she didn't even get a hand slap or a wrist slap. Okay, so like I said, they got away with it then. She did. Well, hell, is he going to get away with it this time too? Because <clears throat> there's nobody up there now at the helm of this country that can bitch slap him, okay? Trump would bitch slap him. Boy, I mean, oh boy. Ooh, uh, no doubt about that. But when you have a wuss in the White House now and a vice hoe, a wuss too, what do you expect? A wuss plus a wuss equals a wuss, don't it? Numbers don't lie, remember? Uh, so <laughs> they're, they're, they they can get away with saying anything now, okay? Because again, there's nobody there to bitch slap them like Trump did. <clears throat> you think they say that while Trump was was um, in office? No. It's funny that Matthew Pad sure was quiet, uh, basically overall, in the four years that that. Um, Trump was in office. You know, she really didn't say a whole lot. Except impeach 45, impeach 45, like a fucking broken record. Well, she is a broken record. But really, she didn't, she didn't, she she stayed in the closet where she belongs. Thank God there's nothing else in that closet. I damn sure wouldn't be in that closet with her. Oh, God. Ooh. Gives me chills to even think about that. But, uh, but all of a sudden now that Trump's not in her, office. I don't. My, my industrial strength barf bag is kind of full at the moment, so if you keep talking like that, you're going to have me barfing everywhere, 
and I'm not going to have anywhere to put it. You need to back you up a trash truck then to your window, right out the window. You know? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, back that puppy up a little more, a little more. Good, perfect. Hey, you know what? Perfect. That, you know, you know that, that, that stuff they, that the spill, the, the spill spigot that you slide the concrete on. Put one of them things up by my window, will you? Yeah. Yeah. No, no just lit. That's perfect. Fire the hole. Bleh. But, you know, it's still the bottom line. They're not going to get bitch slapped because there's nobody that has the balls to do it. Okay? It's just plain and simple. They're going to get away with all the stuff that they said. Okay, oh, yeah, you bitch moan and groan about it, but what are you going to do about it? <laughs> she needs to be hauled out of the office in handcuffs, screaming and bitching. I don't care. They would have done that back in the old days. When the uh, when the founding fathers was around and their their crowd, politician would fuck up like that. <laughs> oh boy, you better not be that politician, because they took that shit seriously back then, just the way we should take it seriously today. But they're not going to. They think it's a joke. They think it's a mockery. Look at the fucking shit that they that they've done to Washington right now. That dumb fuck flies the what is that rainbow flag for the the LGBTQP. PQXYZ motherfuckers. That's pretty bad. Do you think the founding fathers are happy about that? <laughs> Go ahead. Probably not. But, Probably uh. Not. <laughs> oh, excuse this. Now, <clears throat> Maxine Waters told the, the Grio. Don't ask what that is. I have the foggiest idea. She said, I am not I am non I am nonviolent, arguing that she was not inciting violence with her words. But she did say the following Republicans will jump on any word, any line, and try to make it fit their their message and their cause for denouncing us and denying us. Basically calling us violent. Anytime they see an opportunity to seize on a word, so they do it, and they send a message to all of the white supremacists, the KKK, the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys, and all of that. How is this a time for Republicans to raise money on Democrats' backs? Hmm. Well, let me see. First of all, Miss Waters. No, they're not trying to let me let me go right back to, to what she said here. Republicans are not jumping on any word, any line. Then the Republicans are not trying to make it fit their message and their cause for denouncing you or denying you, basically calling you violent. Okay? Now, anytime Republicans see an opportunity to seize on a word, they don't, take, they don't take it. They don't do it. Unless it's something you say that's rather ridiculous, blindsidingly stupid, and definitely out in left fieldish. 
out in left field ish. Uh, yeah. Now notice how she she immediately invokes race tactics in there, calling Republicans racist and using saying that the Republicans send the message to all of the white supremacists, the KKK, which was founded by the Democrats. The KKK is a Democrat party piece. They, that's who started the, K, the Triple K, the Democrats, not the Republicans. The Democrats would have you believe it was Republicans that did, but it wasn't. And that's been proven. Mike Peters, a former listener of this broadcast and friend, uh, obviously very long ago sent me something. I wish I could find it. In all the, in my move, I haven't been able to find the disc it's on. I will eventually. Sent me a newspaper article of the New York Times stating how it was the Democrats. Wow. Guess what? Another liberal lie. Because she's a Democrat. Now, here's the thing. The Democrats create the, the, the Ku Klux Klan. The Democrats are the white supremacists. Because what was, um, what was that? Was it Senator Byrd? Wasn't Senator Byrd a former grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan? And wasn't Senator Byrd a form, at the time, a Democrat? Twisting history doesn't work there, sweetheart. Not when you've got people with brains like me hanging around. Unbelievable. Whoa, buddy. Before I go on to my next item here, let me uh, get to this piece. I want to wait for the video to start so I can stop it. And it's taking forever. Where's that Heinz commercial piece when I need it? Ladies and gentlemen, it is with it is, it is unfortunate that I must pass this along, but Walter Mondale, former vice president of the United States, dies at the age of 93. I want to thank Gunslinger for bringing this to the uh, putting this in the Mixler chat room. Walter Mondale, former vice president and progressive icon, who once staged an unsuccessful bid to unseat Republican rival Ronald Reagan for the presidency, died Monday at the age of 93. Mondale's family said in a statement that he died in Minneapolis. No cause of death was given. Now, Mondale served as Minnesota Attorney General from 1960 to 1964 and as its U.S. Senator from 1964 to 1976. 
Excuse me while I yawn. Mm. Sorry. Later, he served as running mate and eventual vice president to former President Jimmy Carter from 1977 to 1981. Former President Jimmy Carter said in the statement, Today I mourn the passing of my dear friend Walter Mondale, who I considered the best vice president in our country's history. During our administration, Fritz used his political skill and personal integrity to transform the vice presidency into a dynamic policy driving force that had never been seen before and still exists today. He was an invaluable partner and an able servant of the people of Minnesota, the United States, and the world. Fritz Mondale provided us all with a model for public service and private behavior. Rosalind and I join all Americans in giving thanks for his exemplary life, and we extend our deepest condolences to his family. The statement added. Vice President, <laughs> excuse me, so-called Vice President Harris praised Mondale for his extraordinary life of service. She credited him for his service in the, in the U.S. Army during the Korean War and his fight for equal justice as a senator. She said he transformed the office of vice president into more of a joint effort with the president, creating a true partnership. Democrat Senator Amy Klobacher also mourned Mondale's passing in a lengthy statement. Klobacher said, excuse me, I have to yawn a second, folks. I'm going to be ending the show early today. I may end up ending the show around in about half an hour. I'm fighting my, my voice and I'm fighting exhaustion now, which is not fair. Walter Mondale taught me that leadership isn't all about giving soaring speeches and punchy sound bites but actually getting things done for people. He always saw his responsibility as an elected leader as bigger than the immediate challenge at any given moment. His broader mission was helping to prepare a new generation of leaders for the next big decision that needed to be made. That was a, that was a statement by Amy Klobacher. Al Franken, former Minnesota senator and friend of Mondale, described him as a truly great man. Former presidents Bill Clinton, former president Bill Clinton and Barack Obama also issued statements mourning Mondale's passing. Bear with me. I'm trying to find the end of this. After leaving the White House following Carter's loss to Ronald Reagan in 1980, Mondale staged his own bid for the presidency 
He earned the Democratic Party's 1984 presidential nomination and became the first major party presidential nominee to select a woman as his running mate and his selection of Geraldine Ferraro of New York. While running for the presidency, Mondale surprised political onlookers with a pledge to raise taxes to reduce the federal budget deficit. Reagan won re-election in what is considered one of the most lopsided presidential races in U.S. history. On election day, Mondale carried only his home state and the District of Columbia. The electoral vote was 523 to 13 for Reagan. The biggest landslide in the Electoral College since Franklin Roosevelt defeated Alf Landon in 1936. Senator George McGovern got 17 electoral votes in his 1972 defeat, winning Massachusetts and Washington, D.C. Mondale said of the day after the election, and blamed no one but himself, I did my best. I think you know I've never really warmed up to television, he said. In fairness to television, it never really warmed up to me. And this is Mondale's statement. Years later, Mondale said his campaign message had proven to be the right one. His history has vindicated me that we would have to raise taxes. It was very unpopular, but it was undeniably correct. In 2002, state and national Democrats looked to Mondale when Senator Paul Wellstone was killed in a plane crash less than two weeks before Election Day. Mondale agreed to stand in for Wellstone, and early polls showed him with a lead over the Republican candidate Norm Coleman. But the 53-year-old Coleman, emphasizing his youth and vigor, out-hustled the then 74-year-old Mondale in an intense six-day campaign. Mondale was also hurt by a partisan memorial service for Wellstone, in which thousands of Democrats booed Republican politicians in attendance. One speaker pleaded, we are begging you to help us win this election for Paul Wellstone. Polls showed the service put off independence and coast and cost Mondale votes. Coleman won by three percent by three percentage points. All right, I'm not going to read any further because this is a long ass read. Uh, Walter Mondale, let me tell you my personal uh, account of this guy, real quick. And bear in mind, Democrats back then, before the Clinton years, were nothing like the Democrats are today. They didn't have that pissy-moany attitude. Of course, the only 24-hour news cycle you had was uh, CNN. MSNBC and Fox News didn't come along till uh, later on down the road in the 90s. 
So there was none of this insane bullshit that we have today with the 24-hour news cycle. But Walter Mondale did have something as a Democrat that most Democrats would have probably thought unusual. In fact, I know Republicans thought it was unusual. In fact, everybody thought it was unusual. Walter Mondale actually, for a Democrat, was very humble. He didn't blame anybody for his loss, not like Hillary Clinton did in 2016. For those of you who remember, she blamed everybody for losing to Donald Trump. It was everybody's fault, but never hers. And yet, and yet, Walter Mondale took his loss with honor. He knew he had lost. He didn't bitch about it. He didn't whine or moan or complain about it. He was gracious and shook the hand of Ronald Reagan, congratulating him face-to-face. That, in my opinion, is not about party. It's about being a decent person. Yes, he was a Democrat, but he wasn't like any Democrat we see today. And I'll give him a lot of, I give that man a lot of credit, a lot of courage. It took brass balls to sit back and say, you know what? I lost, I lost big, and I know it. To the better man goes the victory. That was his mentality. That's how he looked at Ronald Reagan. That's how he looked at that election. Now, if more politicians did what Walter Mondale did, losing wouldn't be such a bad thing for them. But you got a bunch of sore losing motherfuckers out there who are desperate to get a party win. Clinton, that hapless, shit-faced cow that she is, blamed everybody and their brother for her loss. So the Democrats tried everything they could to get rid of Trump. And when all else failed, stealing the election was a desperation move. Now, a lot of folks are saying that they'll try it again. I don't think so. They realized that they, made, that they, caught, they got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. And if they're stupid enough to try another stealing action, whether it's the midterm or the 2024 presidential, yeah, that would be kind of stupid. Because the American people are on to them. And they know it. But Walter Mondale 
wouldn't have to. He w- he would he would look Donald Trump in the eye and say, "May the best man win." That's the kind of person that Walter Mondale was. And you know what? He may not. Have, he may have been a Democrat, but I raise my glass to him. He had class. He knew how to be gracious, even in even at, at the at the loss to Ronald Reagan. Gunslinger. Well, you know, it's yeah. That was a completely different um, time in government and political history. They had some dignity about them. Now they don't. They're just lawless. They're just corrupt. They're just everything under the under the sun is today's Democrats. Okay. When you have people like that, you know, that don't respect their their office or they don't even respect their, their selves for that matter, they don't care, okay? They will try it again in the upcoming elections. You know they are because it's their nature, okay? Their nature has been in the closet until Donald Trump came along, okay? He won the first time. You see what the shenanigans that they pulled all four years, okay? Every fucking thing that they could throw at that man (laughs) because it's their nature, okay? Just the old saying, you know, the, the, uh, the frog and the stinging scorpion. They come to a raging river, and they said they needed to cross because food was on the other side. Well, the stinging scorpion said, well, I can't swim, frog. How about if I hop on your back, you can swim over, and we'll get the food on the other side. Well, they did. I got halfway through the river, and guess what? The fucking stinging scorpion started stinging the goddamn fucking frog. And they started drowning. And then the frog said, why in the hell did you sting me? We're both going to drown now. You know what the stinging scorpion said? Because it's my nature. What the stinging scorpion do? They sting, period. They don't care. They don't care who it is. They don't care if you're a man, woman, Republican, Democrat, what the fuck ever. They're going to sting your ass. And guess what? The stinging, they're, 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 they're gearing up for another stinging because it's their nature. Go ahead. Well, as I re- as I remember the uh, the tale of the the, sco- the frog and the scorpion, they get to the, they get to this to this lake. They know there's food on the other side. Scorpion says to the frog, "Let me hop. Let me jump on your back, and we'll swim. We swim across, and we get the food. We can get the food." Well, the frog looks at the scorpion and says, "Whoa, hold on there, scorpion. Whoa, wait a second now. Hold on." I don't know about this. I mean, you want to hop on my back and I take you across the the water. How do I know you won't sting me? The scorpion says, well, if I do that, we'll both drown. The 
frogs are a little reluctant, but he says, okay, well, just don't sting me. If we want that food, we've got to get to the other side. We get halfway over, and uh, like you said, scorpion goes, sting. And the frog just looks at him and goes, what the hell did you do for? Now we're both going to die. Oh, sorry, Froggy, but it's it's in my it's it's my nature. Yeah, the frog was reluctant. He didn't want to do it at first, but he did. And they got halfway over, and Scorpion did. He stung him. But the thing is. The frog knew that that would happen. But he trusted that the scorpion wouldn't. The harsh lesson here is that scorpion did what could be naturally. Today's Democrats are doing what comes naturally. Lying, cheating, stealing. It wasn't in their nature before the Clinton administration. It became part of their nature when these underhanded, sleazy, slimy cocksuckers got into the Democratic Party and started tearing it to shreds. Who was it that started it? Who knows? Doesn't really matter anymore. They're all a bunch of scorpions waiting to sting people at the drop of a hat. Because it is now in their nature. I don't know. Uh, it's in my nature to, to confront idiots and fools and tell them where they can go shit in their hat. You know why? Because that's my nature. Just like it's in my nature to set the record straight when it comes to, to things either being misquoted, misstated, or misstepped. Because I look for the proper quote. I look for everything to be correct. And when it comes to my personal opinions on certain things, and like, I'll give you a prime example. On my Rumble account, on rumble.com slash IBN is a video, it may take a minute or so to find it, but there's a video from of Joe Biden in a statement and, and something that he said. It was a part of a, of a full comment that he made, but not the whole comment. Because this one particular part speaks volumes. Most folks don't look at it that way. But you're taking only part of it and, and taking it out of context. Not necessarily true. 
But there are things that get said that we can latch on to that prove beyond a reasonable doubt that this person meant it this way. Just like with Maxine Waters. When she said we have to be more confrontational, there's only one way to interpret that, especially given the circumstances in Minnesota right now. You know what, Walter Mondale, there was one thing about him that I don't think can be argued pro. No one can negatively argue that he was a different kind of Democrat. Unlike any Democrat we have today. He was a Democrat that looked you straight in the eye and said, may the best man win. And meant it. Democrat tells you that today. May the best man win. And it'll be me. That Democrat meant it. Because he's going to cheat to steal the election. Look what happened to 2020. All right, move on here, people. Check this out. Gotta go shut and lock the gate. Why didn't you do that before? <laughs> Come on, you. He's gonna go lock in shut, shut and lock his gate. He could have done that before he went on there with me. Boy, oh boy. I'm telling you, that's just not fair, man. That's just not fair at all. Feel like he done he done a but but abandoned me. Okay, this gives me a golden opportunity right now, folks, to say that as far as I'm concerned, gun, gunslinger always likes to throw a little <laughs> along with his <laughs> and when he throws a little <laughs> along with his <laughs> it usually means he's gonna we're gonna be sitting here going. <laughs> And if he sees a pretty blonde going by while he's while, we're, while he's sitting there going, he's going to come out. Okay. You did not hear that from me. <laughs> I had to throw a yuck yuck in there, folks. I'm running out of gas. <laughs> Well, maybe not quite run out yet. (laughs) Yes, I know I'm terrible. But that's okay because I can do that. I can get away with it only because, well, I can. You know, I'm sitting here. I just happened to glance over at my OBS studio software. Now, I've been wearing my glasses through the whole show. I'm glad I got new glasses. Lord knows I needed them. But I, I do have, I still have my old pair, my old pair of cheaters. 
So if I need, so if anything happens to these that I'm wearing, I've got these to fall back on. Anyway. So, let's see here. Well, I'm telling you, I love I love it when people can can sit there and give give three emoji three laughing emojis. That means they're laughing three times as hard, and that means I'm sitting. Hey, be careful now. Uh, I'm not going to say who's doing the laughing at the moment, but to the person who is doing the laughing, and they know who they are. If you're going to sit there and laugh that hard, don't yell at me if you're sitting there going. While you're laughing, because usually, you know, if you laugh too hard, you sit there and, and if you're sitting there going, you know, it's, uh, well, it's definitely not cool. I mean, uh, you know, just not, you know, well, you know, anyway. Uh, he's back. Speaking of back. I got a little something here. Now, apparently, the high court, the high court, the highest court in the land, punts on Second Amendment cases, challenging lifetime ban on owning guns. Headlines usually are a little hard to kind of interpret. So, luckily, I've got the I got the full boat story on this one. Now, the Supreme Court Monday opted not to take up three challenges to a federal ban on gun ownership for people who've been convicted of nonviolent crimes. The decision reinforced the apparent inclination by the court to skirt Second Amendment questions, but it also surprised and dismayed some gun advocates who'd hoped the court would whittle away at the lifetime limitation. Now, as it was reported by the USA Today, the court's, side, the court's sidestepping the issue let stand a series of lower court rulings that prohibited people convicted of an array of nonviolent offenses, like driving under the influence, making false statements on tax returns, selling counterfeit cassette tapes from owning a firearm. The decisions Monday were handed down without explanation. The news outlet said the last time the nation's highest court issued major gun rights rulings dates back to 2008 and 2010. The court struck down handgun restrictions in the District of Columbia and Chicago. Now, USA Today says four justices are needed to take up a case, but five are needed for any majority opinion. There have been, of late, only minority dissenting opinions indicating eagerness to address Second Amendment issues. Now, the court was considering the latest gun cases amid a spat of recent mass shootings in places including Georgia, Colorado, and Indiana. Now, three gun ownership cases involved varied varied circumstances. In one case, a Pennsylvania man 
who pleaded guilty to a DUI in 2005, challenged the ban on purchasing or owning a fire gun, on owning a gun. In another, a Pennsylvania woman pleaded guilty to making a false statement on her tax returns sued over the ban. In a third, involving a man who pleaded guilty in a cassette counterfeiting matter back in the 1980s, there was yet another challenge to the firearms ban. As the USA Today noted, the court's punting on the cases this time around doesn't prevent it from taking up, a, taking up similar ones in the future. Okay, so, all right. Counterfeit cassettes. Let's see. Counterfeit cassettes. Pardon me. That's what I drink. That's what I get for drinking soda. Usually I'm drinking coffee, but not tonight. Um, so this guy pleaded guilty in a cassette counterfeiting matter back in the 1980s. Now, so that we're clear on something, if you're counterfeiting DVDs, Blu-ray discs. I'm using today's stuff in an example, so bear with me. Uh, it's a felony, and under under current under current law in most states across the country, you cannot own even under federal law. You cannot legally obtain a firearm whether it's a pistol or whether it's a, a rifle, if you have been tried and convicted on a felony charge. Do I think that people who get a DUI should lose their gun rights? No. Because they, they did not commit a gun crime. It's a, it's a driving while under the influence. Not drive, not not a drive-by shooting. No, I don't think that's that's kind of that, to me that's that's kind of you know making a mountain out of a molehill. All right. Um, in the case of the Pennsylvania woman who pleaded guilty to making a false statement on her tax returns. Okay. Yeah, making a false statement is a felony crime, and yes, she should be punished accordingly at the time and all this other good stuff. But thing is, it's a nonviolent crime. Okay, it's a nonviolent crime. So you got counterfeiting, cassette counterfeiting in the eighties. Cassettes, by the way, are, are are these nice little audio uh, audio things 
that you put into a cassette player. For those of you who don't know what a cassette player is, look up Boombox, 1980s Boombox. You'll see a cassette player built into the radio. But let me finish with this. Each of these cases are felonies, yes. They are not the kind of felonies that should restrict a person from being able to own a firearm because each of these cases are nonviolent. But yet, because it's a felony, you're not allowed to have a gun. The only felony I ever committed was was felony farting in the first. Uh, felony farting in the first. That's what, yeah. Felony fart. Fe- felony farting in the first. That's exactly what I said. Gunslinger. <laughs> I know you're. I know. I know you're liable to have some sort of little yuck yuck of your own in there. So I'm. Go, I'm just going to say this before you do. Answer me this question: If, if, an, if a person committed a felony, was was tried and convicted for fel, for felony counterfeiting, which violated copyright. Um, even though that person was charged with a felony crime, it was a non-violent crime. Should a person charged with a non-violent crime be denied gun rights? Well, no. And, I mean, it's... it's and, 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 and hold on a second. I, almost, I want to add this, this part of the question before I forget I, I, I'll probably not remember it until after I'm off the air. And if a person commits a violent felony act, should that person, because of a violent action, is convicted of a felony crime, should that person lose their gun rights because they were willing to commit violent acts, whether it was with <clears throat> a firearm or not? Think about those two parts of the question for a second. And let me know what you think. Well, it's really simple. I mean, if 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 it's a nonviolent so-called crime, okay, like you said, DWI or writing a hot check or some of this bullshit, all this corporate crime, uh, no, you shouldn't, no, shouldn't lose your gun rights, no. Um, now, on the other hand of the coin, if you committed a violent crime, murder, rape, aggravated robbery, armed robbery, bank robbery, whatever, okay, <clears throat> okay, nine times out of ten, mostly 99.9999% of the times, that person that committed that violent um, crime is going to be a repeat offender. Okay. Um, people are getting busted all the time for, 
You ever heard of felony in possession of a firearm? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there, there, there's why they do that. Okay, and even around here, and around this area, because this is a kind of a, eh, it's not your best area, it's not your worst area, but it's not your best. Every time I had to call the sheriff's department, you know they run my name. You damn sure they make sure that I'm not a convicted felon, okay, because I openly wear a, a sidearm, okay? Uh, and I'm not. Never was. Never will be. So I retain my gun rights. But if in most cases, like like I said, if a person commits these violent um, crimes repeatedly, and you're a repeat offender, no, you, I mean yes, you stay, you, you shouldn't have your gun rights. Take them, damn right. Because psychologically, again, if you did it once, you're going to do it again. In most cases. Now, in, in some people can go to prison, come out Christian, you know, the, you know, the, and start their own church. Well, okay, there's always exception to the rule. Very few that do that. Most of them, again, are repeat offenders. They're not. They're out a week, and they commit something, and bam, boom, bamboozer, they're right back in. Okay, basically for the mm-hmm. same thing. It's either drug-related or, or crime, which leads to crime-related, you know. That short t- time when I was just in the county jail, okay, I, I was in there for three months, <laughs> contempt of court, mm, yeah. But I seen people that that got released. Two weeks later, they're back. Hey, buddy, miss you. You know, it's like home, home away from home, and I'm going, huh? They actually like this fucking place. Maybe that is. That's the. Maybe they like it. I don't know. I didn't. But yeah. Maybe they like so, the food. Uh, yeah, I would just. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's another story. I wouldn't. Ugh. They don't spend a whole lot of money on food. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, so, I would think that uh, no, they no, they shouldn't have their gun rights. Okay, if you're proven to be a repeat offender now if you were convicted one time and you're clean for i don't know what four years five years maybe as long as you keep your nose clean but if you if you dirty your nose you should be sitting back for double time maybe something like that you know there's a lot of people out there that have committed felony crimes and seen the light man i was stupid back then and they've turned their life around. They're probably outstanding citizens today and family and kids and a couple of dogs and a nice house. And they're doing the right thing. But then there's others that don't do that. They're repeat offenders. They'll, I, well, you arrest me. I don't give a fuck. I got a gun anyway. Uh, so what? I'm a felon. <laughs> yeah. You know, to them, it's, it's nothing, you know. Go ahead. <laughs> well, that's why they, in most states they have the repeat offender type of situation. Okay. You if you're a repeat offender, what's going to happen? You're going to end up oh, I don't know. Looking the looking from the inside out. Oh, hey. I, I that's okay. I I got I still got my gun. Strike 2. Strike 2. I I've, I've still got my gun. 
get out. Strike three. Now, strike three is when most courts will slap you with a, fu- with a felony. Okay? At that point, I would, I, I would say, you know what? Screw this shit. You're done. You're not getting out this time. And where's he saying they, where's that person saying they still have their gun from? In jail. But guess what? If they do manage to get out, they won't have that gun. Because repeat offenders don't all don't get their guns. There are certain circumstances where I believe a gun being a gun owner, you know, it, it should be a person should be given every chance. Like, for example, a person's charged with uh, a crime in, 19, in the 1980s of uh, counterfeit cassettes. Well, unless that person uh, did the crime with a gun in their hand, no. Problem is, a felony in the court system is a felony. And if, the, and if this was a, a charge, if this charge was a felony charge, they're not going to get there. They're not going to be able to get a gun. But you see, we live in liberal land. We're living in liberal times. I don't think we're going to. I don't think anybody is going to see their guns for very much longer. Or at least, gun owners will still have their guns, but they're going to make it damn impossible for us to be gun owners. And that's where we get we end up getting turned into criminals. Between you, me, and the four winds, I'm getting a little sick and tired of the National Rifle Association constantly putting up stuff on Twitter, talking about how we have to protect our rights and yada da 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 da. Well, the NRA ain't doing shit to protect our gun rights right now. In fact, they haven't said anything about challenging the Safe Act since the since Trump appointed those uh, those justices, they haven't said anything about challenging the HR 127. They're more interested in asking us for our money than they are fighting shit. I've been telling them, and I've been replying to their tweets, letting them know up front how how displeased I am with their with their with their line of bullshit. Now, I don't know about you, Gunslinger, but I'm not a member of the NRA. And I'm not planning on being. And I'll tell you why. Because they're not fighting for us. Right now, they're not fighting for us at all. They've got to prove to me that they're, that they're putting up a good, they're putting a, foot, uh, putting a good fight on 
and fighting the good fight. Otherwise, it's all talk and no action. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Well, yeah, I, I used to be a member of the NRA, but I'm not a member anymore for that reason. Uh, I'd rather be a member of, say, Gun Up GOA. Uh, they actually do more uh, than NRA does. NRA, they used to be a good organization. Okay, they really, they really was. Back in the day when I was actively shooting and, you know, at the range and hunting and all that shit, they they really stood up for they really stood up for people's gun rights, but today they've been neutered, they've had their balls cut off, okay, and they're going along to get along. Well, fuck that. Whoever agrees with that bullshit, oh, let's just uh, go, go along to get along. Fuck you too. Uh, why don't you just get on get along and get on out of my country? Because you're not you're not welcome here anymore, okay. Um, I don't think that, you know, it's, it's, if they try any more of this gun grabbing, pushing bullshit, there will be a civil war in this country. Like I said, the people of the South ain't going to put up with the bullshit. I can tell you that right now. Our great governor, Governor Abbott, has declared the state of Texas as a Second Amendment sanctuary state. Not a city, a state. That means they can pass all their bullshit that they want. Ain't going to affect us. They're not going to be enforced here. And that's good. On top of the uh, probably within a couple of months, the uh, constitutional carry will pass here as well. And we'll join, that will be the 21st state, I think, that has the constitutional carry. Uh, we should have been number one. We should have been leading the country in constitutional carry because Texas is a damn gun-friendly state. But we got our fair share of libtards and Democrats down there in Austin, no doubt about that. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just ammunition. I was going to buy a little bit of ammunition with that, with my stimulus check deal thing. Shit. When I seen the fucking prices for, these God, for, these, for this ammunition, I fucking fainted and fell out of my fucking chair. Okay? You've seen the pictures I showed you a couple weeks back of the local Walmarts here. Their shelves were picked clean damn near it, okay? I go online to say uh, uh, cheaper than dirt. That's, you know, big online ammunition place. Shit. A, a, a fucking brick of 22s, that's what your gun shoots, you know, 22 long rifle. Back in the day, I could pick it up all day long at Walmart for nine bucks a brick, and that's a thousand rounds. A, one a brick contains a thousand rounds for nine bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> the same fucking thing is like a hundred twenty fucking dollars for a brick. What? That's cheaper than dirt. I yes. If right in that area, that may not be exactly on on the deal, but go look it up. 22 long ammunition, it's fucking cheaper than dirt. It's, well, no, I think it was 80. I think it was 80. 80. I'm talking about, I'm thinking about copper wire because I've seen a picture of it a couple of days from Home Depot of, of all places. <clears throat> and they wanted, you know, for a roll of a 12-2, which is Romax, we call Romax, it's house wire. Uh, I used to buy that same shit, only it was in a cardboard box, okay, from uh, from Home Depot. 
okay, for twenty four ninety five. They want a hundred and twenty bucks for the same goddamn thing. Only this this one is plastic. It's got some clear plastic wrapped around it. Same color, same opacity, same number of wires. Twelve two with a ground. Hundred and twenty dollars a goddamn two hundred fifty foot roll. And I could have got it for twenty four ninety five all day long at, at Home Depot back when I was doing much more. So same thing with the ammunition. Here you got a, you know somewhere around eighty bucks for a brick of fucking twenty twos. A twenty twos. Now. And I'm going, good God, I, I had to look what, what the 12, oh my God, 12 gauge? They want almost 50 bucks for, I think it's five 12 gauge Magnum double buckshot. Five in a box. They want almost 50 bucks. Do the math. You'll see it goes, do the math. I damn near fucking fainted. I don't even want to see what shit, 3030s and 30-06s or 357s or whatever are going for now. It is outrageous at the price of these motherfuckers. For what? The only thing I can think of is the upcoming Civil War. If dumb fuck up there in the White House decides to push more of this gun bullshit, uh, uh, what else are you going to do? When, uh, when you're caged or cornered in like a wild animal, you're going to come out fighting, aren't you? And this time it's going to be with bullets. It's not going to be with claws like an animal. This time it's going to be bullets. Enjoy it. Well, that's, that is about the size of it. I mean, think about it. You're right. When it comes to, um, when it comes to the ammunition, all right, and I've got plenty right now. <laughs> I've got plenty of ammo to speak of, at least for now, anyway. But uh, let me see something here. All right, going to cheaperthandirt.com. Let me see. Ammunition. Mm -hmm. Of course, the page is not done. Look. Yeah, it figures. Oh, give me a break today. Trying to trying to go to cheaper than dirt, and uh, the site froze up. Believe it or not. I can't. I can't even get. It's un, the page is unresponsive. I can't even look at it right now. So, hmm, kind of sucks. Yeah, you, you ain't the only one. I. That's weird. I try to go there myself. Uh, 
Setting this player automatically by a third party, blah, blah, blah. It's not... I don't know if it's down or... Well, it is with me. That's weird. Weird, weird, weird. Wow. Well, it just so happens I have a, a, a website that I go to to check to see if a site is down. So let's see here. Let's see. I'm going to find that link here. Ah, there it is. If you go to isitdown.com and type in the website, cheaper than dirt.com. Now, according to this, it's up. Hmm. Strange. It is strange. Now I go. To, now I'm going to cheaper than dirt. The page is loading. Still loading. Accept uh, cookies. Can't accept the cookies. It's not letting me do anything. Nope. Something went wrong while displaying this website. I'm on it, but it's not. It's not really acting like it's supposed to. Try refreshing it. I've tried refreshing several times. It does the same thing. It becomes unresponsive. Now it could be well, that a lot of folks are trying to to go to the site and and the site's crashing. Could be, yeah. But if you go to isitdown.com, you can check any website that's acting funny like that, and if it says it's up. Well, then it hasn't co- that the the fact that the page is not responding may not have it may it may load initially, but it's not loading any further. So I don't know. There's something very strange going on there. Now, prior to today, I- when was the last time you were actually on that site looking around? Two weeks ago. About two weeks. Well, then that, that explains it. There's something going. There's something happened two weeks after you checked initially the last time. Well, that I got on it's it. It's not letting you see it. It's not letting me see it. Well, I've seen it. I mean, if you go to the main page and click on ammunition, it's showing the it's showing the ammunition. Uh, I tried still, that, and it wouldn't even let me do that. It becomes I'm, I'm unresponsive when, after I try that. Now I'm looking at the ammunition right now. I'm looking at Winchester, uh, 5.56 NATO, 20 rounds, 20 bucks, dollar a fucking round. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
50 rounds of American quality, 2.223 by 5.56 NATO, 60 bucks. That's uh, all around. Okay. That's that's ridiculous. Now I'm getting to the page. Here's one. You better be setting down for this, baby. Winchester. The brand Winchester. 40 Smith & Wesson. Mm -hmm. 500 rounds. 500 bucks. A dollar a round. Oh, here's one. Here's here's your here's the one I was saying about the twenty twos. Here's one. Uh, Winchester's M twenty two, twenty two long rifle ammunition, forty grain, black copper plated, long rifle, twelve fifty five feet per second FPS. That's a half a brick. Two hundred forty nine ninety eight or eighty nine rather. Two hundred forty nine dollars and eighty nine cents. Did you I'm faint right fall out of your chair yet? Did you faint and fall out of your fucking no. chair yet? My eyeballs Jesus. damn near pushed my spectacles off there, off of my nose. I took one look at Oh, my God. Damn. That is unbelievable. Unfucking believable. <clears throat> Hell, 100 rounds are 60 bucks. That's that Super X of Winchester's Super X. Forty grain, hundred rounds, sixty bucks, fifty nine eighty nine. Man, I'd be I'd be scared. I'm, I'm scared looking what three fifty sevens go. Jeez, God, fuck, holy shit. Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what. Looking through here. And get this. Winchester Super X 12 gauge shotgun 25 round box, two three quarter inch number eight lead, one ounce, 1290 feet per second, 20 bucks. Rounded off to the nearest buck. Yeah. Boy, boy. Damn. Let's see here. 12 gauge rounds. Trying to track down um, for a three fifty seven. Hell, even fucking Magtech nine mil nine millimeter Lugers are fifty rounds, uh, fifty bucks, a dollar a fucking shot. That is fucking out fucking rageous for nine millimeter. You got to be kidding me! Ay 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 ay. Mm 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 mm. 
I'm looking at it. <laughs> Holy shit. Winchester, 22 long rifle ammunition, 36 grain copper plated, hollow points, 1280 feet per second, 525 rounds for $219.89. Holy shit. Son of a bitch. What the fuck has gotten, is going on with the ammunition prices anymore? <laughs> well, you know why. <laughs> Don't fuck in the White House. Mm, mm, mm. Well, here's American quality ammunition. This is a 357 Magnum, 25 rounds. A bag, full metal jacket, FMJ, 158 grains. What I care, that's what I have in mind. For 40 bucks, for 25 rounds, 40 bucks, 39.89, plus tax, probably plus shipping. So you're probably looking at what, 50 bucks, 55 bucks at least. Good God. Oh, yes, they can ship it to me. <laughs> and it's a 10, it's limit 10 per order. High demand product. Really? Limit 10 per order. Good God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm done looking at that. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at some of the prices on them 22 caliber uh, long rifle ammos, like what I need for mine. And my eyeballs are about to push my glasses right off my face. Yeah, no shit. Damn. That's what I said. But you know something, Gunslinger? That, you know what that tells me? That ammo sales are prices are going up because they anticipate ammo sales depleting, or go, or the sale of ammo ammo going down if HR one twenty seven and shit goes into effect. Probably so. <laughs> That's one way to guarantee that people can't 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 do anything with their firearms if the price of ammunition is too damn high. Yeah. That's how screwball it is. Well, partner, we are out of time just about. In fact, uh, we're down to the last just under, just about two minutes and 40 seconds. So I'm going to take this opportunity to thank you and Cherokee Rose and Iggy Mom and all the folks that are watching and listening by video and, and on the internet radio sides, as well as those watching and listening by archives. As always, Gunslinger, the opportunity for a final thought starts with you. Go ahead. Well, like I said, you know, you just seen the you just seen the prices. 
with your own eyes, and that's cheaper than dirt. Uh, I don't know if there's any other cheaper places, okay? Could be. Um, even auctions. I was doing an auction. I bid on one at some auction that Mike knew. He, he usually bids there, and shit, it was shit. Uh, it was like just a couple of boxes of 357s, and they sold for like a hundred and something dollars. Shit. So, uh, still, the final thought is you better lock and load because they keep pushing this shit and they keep pushing their agenda. And they think that they're going to take the guns or make ammunition so fucking sky high that nobody can afford it. They got another fucking thing coming. Literally. They really do. But this goes to show you how stupid they are because they continue to push that agenda. You know, so, you know... <clears throat> Uh, wow. Lock and load. Keep your powder dry. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, did you happen to see about that car, that Tesla car real fast? Did you Did you take a look at that? Holy shit. No, I'll take a look at it after I get off the air. No, no. Because uh, unfortunately, my, 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 my inside, my bladder is about to say uh, surprise. So I'm going to, I'm going to be running for the laboratory pretty quick once I start the uh, closing. But uh, my final thought, Gunslinger, is real simple. We're faced with a very serious situation in our country when it comes to, when we see ammo sales and the prices for ammunition skyrocket as they have. Both Gunslinger and I looking at cheaper than dirt, we got hit with sticker shock. I kid you not. When you're talking ammunition over, for a box of ammo, for 500 rounds costing uh, in upwards of $220 a box for what I use. And, gun, and, 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 and of course, for a 357, like Gunslinger carries on his side. When the ammunition is, is high-priced like his is, well, just think about this, folks. It, it's going to get worse before it gets better, if it, ever, if it does at all. But, my friends, trust me when I say it's not going to get any better unless we, the people, stand up and say, oh, hell no. You are not infringing on my, gun, on my constitutional right to keep their arms anymore. This has got to stop. The Supreme Court needs to step up to the plate. H.R. 127 is unconstitutional. The SAFE Act here in New York is unconstitutional. You need to do something, Supreme Court. Otherwise, you're just another waste of space. You better do it soon. And you better do it real, real soon. The Constitution doesn't say a well-regulated militia being necessary to the, to the free... Yeah a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep their arms shall not be infringed for a reason. It doesn't say a, well, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the, to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep in their arms will be infri- will, can be infringed because the government says so. It doesn't read that at all. But let me tell you what it does say to me. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. 
the SAFE Act infringes, H.R. 127 will infringe. And this is where we the people are going to get screwed. And I don't care if you live in New York, Texas, California, Bismarck, North Dakota, or bumfuck Egypt, New New Jersey, if there is such a place in Jersey. I don't care what state or, or you live in. If they pass H.R. 127, it's going to affect everybody. So if you move from New York, say, to way up close to New Hampshire and Maine and all that places, <laughs> the only thing you did was, was, was bide yourself a little extra time. But if, those, if H.R. 127 passes, time's up unless the NRA gets off its lazy ass and fights for us. And I don't see that happening. As for Maxine Waters, as for Maxine Waters, MaxiPad has gone too far. We have to be more confrontational. Is a call to commit violence. She violated a curfew. Because she doesn't agree with it? She can do that? Because she's a congresswoman? A lawmaker? She can get away with it? Bullshit. She's no, different. she's no better than you or I. She has called for violence on two separate occasions. Once in 2018, and again yesterday, on Sunday, April 18th. She has to be stopped. And Kevin McCarthy... My advice to you is don't wait too much longer. Tuesday's session, I would be right there on the floor calling her out and calling for her dismissal real quick. Pull her from all her committee assignments, the whole nine yards. Marjorie Taylor Greene said something long before she was running for Congress, and they held that against her to get her taken away from all her committee assignments. Maxine Waters is a sitting member of Congress. She called for violence, and guess what? She's, if she's allowed to get away with it, then it's a double standard. And Republicans, if you let it slide, if you let it go un- unchallenged, and you're no better than the Democrats in that regard. So either shit or get off the pot. The choice is yours. I know what I would do if I were in Kevin McCarthy's shoes. I'd do everything in my power to see her, lose her committee seats. But I would also fight to have her formally taken from Congress removed from her seat permanently because she has violated her oath. I would do the same with a Republican, independent, right to life, or my rent's too damn high party member of Congress. You violate your oath, then you deserve what you get. 
For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Thanks again to everyone for tuning in. We'll see you on the Tuesday night edition. Uh, because of exhaustion and probably because of other things that, uh, and because of a doctor's appointment Wednesday, I will be cutting it down to two hours on the Tuesday night edition. It may stay that way for a while. After t- I tried tonight for three hours, and I just my body's just not not, not up to the challenge. I tried. I did succeed actually, but you hear the way I sound. We'll see you on the Tuesday night edition, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific time, on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful, and if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Tonight's broadcast will not, I repeat, not be heard or it will not be seen on Rumble because of the issues with the video and everything. Even tonight's broadcast being uploaded to fix any issues with Blog Talk for Blog Talk Radio uh, is not going to happen because of the video foul-ups. So my apologies to, to all of you for that. It is beyond my control. Until next time, we're out of here. You know what that means? It means I need to do this. Play in the outro, play in the outro, play in the outro. Good night. Tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Production. Any rebroadcast, 